0: Before we start, I just want to let everybody know that this podcast is brought to you by Bilt Bar. Bilt Bars are back, baby. Go to BiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off your first purchase. That's a promo code LOCKEDON at builtbar.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome into Locked on Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Thank you very much for tuning in today. I will talk about the Tigers game obviously, but before we jump into that, there's no game to preview, so it'll probably be a a bit of a a shorter podcast this evening, as there's no game to talk about this evening, but I will say yesterday's podcast, and I went back and I listened back to it, was not good, and I apologize for that, but I will say, I I do think to a certain extent, there is an element to it that is excusable, because, you know, think about what you do Every day in your life? What do you do every day? You know, okay, all jokes aside here, I know there's probably some people whose minds are in the gutter, but think about what you do every day. You know, the goals you set out for yourself every single day. Sometimes you just don't achieve those goals, and yesterday's podcast was a monotone, a week in terms of analyzing, or analyzation. Is that a word? Analyzation? I think it is. Uh, It was a bad, it was a bad pod. And I wasn't feeling great. I even got the date wrong. I said it was Tuesday. Yesterday, it was Wednesday. So I apologize. By the way, today is Thursday, September 3rd, 2020. Thank you very much for tuning in. But it it was bad pod. And I apologize for uploading a bad pod. There are days. And look, if you've been following me for a long time, if you know me personally, you know that sometimes Chris has bad days. Sometimes Chris has really bad days. And I try to cut down on those days. Because I don't like how I feel on days like that. But sometimes you just fail. And yesterday was a day in which I failed. I've been very proud of the content I've uploaded since baseball season started. Especially, but I've been proud of, of what I've been able to uh, figure out here. That The content I've been able to fill in when baseball wasn't going on. Yesterday was a game in which I failed. A day in which I failed. So I, I apologize for that and maybe there will be people who go back and listen to it and say you know what I didn't think it was that bad but that's fine what matters is what I think and uh, personally you know I I could have 99% of people telling me that what I do is great if the 1% says it sucks then it sucks so I'm sorry but we're gonna move on and I think if you're listening right now you can already tell I'm a bit more uh, jovial and today's podcast uh, will be a better one Tigers lost yesterday an 8-5 loss at the hands of the Milwaukee Brewers. I didn't think I would ever say this at any point this year, but a disappointing loss. I said on the podcast yesterday that it was a favorable matchup. And it was a favorable matchup. And a lot of things went right for this team yesterday, early on. They got off to a 3 nothing lead, a 4 nothing lead. A 3 nothing lead in the first inning, 4 nothing lead in the third. It looked like they were going to pull away. Spencer Turnbull was looking sharp. And then uh, the walks came back to bite him. He walked two, then gave up a three-run home run to Keston Hira. And the floodgates kind of opened after that. I mean, this is going to sound harsh to play the blame game right away. But to me, that loss, for the most part, and I'll talk about who else was poor yesterday. I think if you watch the game, you know who I'm talking about. But to me... That loss falls squarely on the shoulders of Spencer Turnbull. I like Turney. I think the guy's a good pitcher. I think he's going to continue to grow and be very good here. We've seen glimpses of true greatness this season. Even glimpses of true greatness last season. We know what the issues are with him. He's not good at commanding his fastball. He's not good at commanding his other pitches either. But his stuff is dynamic. If he's able to control himself, if he's able to throw strikes more consistently, I think he could be a guy that will get Cy Young votes one day. I really do. I like Spencer Turnbull a lot, but he's been this team's best pitcher this year, their best starter, their most consistent starter. He's given them the most innings. He's, I think, probably, maybe Boyd has more, maybe, but I think he's probably had the most strikeouts. He's been their best guy. If if the season were to end and this team were to somehow make the postseason, he'd be their game one guy. And yet yesterday, Spotted a four-nothing lead, spit it up, and was not good. Ended with a final line of four and a third innings, only three hits, five earned runs, five walks, that's the killer, and five strikeouts as ERA goes from two nine seven to three eight nine in one start. Got squeezed a little bit and has in several starts. I but the fact is it's like in the NBA, you know how people always say, Oh, LeBron, he gets all the calls. The reason for that is that when you're a really good player, you get the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure it's the same with Mike Trout. Like, I'm sure there's pitches that are strikes to Mike Trout that get called balls because internally, while maybe it's not the the right thing to do, it's just kind of human instinct, internally, it probably thinks that if a guy like Mike Trout is taking a pitch like that, then if it's borderline, I'm going to call it a ball. And I'm not saying that's right, but I think that's that's just a fact. When you are throwing balls as consistently as Spencer Turnbull has had a tendency to do, if a borderline pitch is there, it's probably going to get called a ball. Whether fair or not, that's the nature of being an umpire. That's the nature of calls in Major League Baseball. He was all over the place yesterday, and it got him into a lot of trouble. Only three hits, right? Like, that should be solid. The command was really poor again, and... I like this guy. I think his stuff is great. I think he's going to grow here as a pitcher. But that was a truly disappointing start. Like, he's had some duds this season. But to me, that was the most disappointing start he's had so far this season. Because you're a game above 500, You have a chance to move up in the standings. You know, depending on, on what the Blue Jays did. They ultimately ended up winning. You have a 4 nothing lead. And you end up pitching kind of a clunker. A, a very disappointing effort by Spencer Turnbull. Now... Uh, He didn't take the loss, and Schreiber came in and struggled but pitched out of it. Kyle Funkhauser, despite a couple walks, looked all right. Joe Jimenez took the loss last night. His ERA moves up to 11.81 on the season. I will have to look at who is in the Detroit Tigers taxi squad right now in terms of relief pitching. I know Bo Burrows is still hanging around, but Joe Jimenez is bordering on unpitchable. Joe Jimenez has been a true disaster this season and has been for a while. This is a running joke I've been doing on Twitter, but since June 25th of 2018, over two years ago, do you want know how fat I was two years ago? Like, a whole lot has changed. 108 appearances, 96 and two-thirds innings, now a 6.05 ERA. That is not a small sample size, and that is the ERA of a pitcher who has not earned the right to pitch in the major leagues. It's remarkably frustrating, and, and uh, my friend Matt Derry, also a Lockdown host here, at one of the co-hosts of Lockdown Lions, uh, sent me a tweet when I was talking about Joe Jimenez, where he said, there were certain scribes in this market that were giving blood for this guy. My goodness, please. And I get what he's saying. There were teams that were really interested in Joe Jimenez, and I think have continued to be, not now, obviously, good Lord, but have been interested in Joe Jimenez and it makes me think that there's something missing in terms of their his their development of him his stuff is not amazing the fastball velocity was greatly over exaggerated right i mean this people are saying oh my god joe Jimenez is throwing 100 no he's not we've seen him reach like 98 but that was 2 years ago but the stuff is good like uh, he's very capable with given his arm Of getting out at the major league level and it makes me think that there's something or someone maybe it's a pitching coach holding him back you know you give him a few more opportunities and look this year is a wash anyway it's a 60 game season so i'm sure he'll be around next year but if things aren't looking up for him by next season you know you might have to dfa him or cut him and i worry my biggest fear is that he goes somewhere else and finds it but I, I, it was the same thing with Bruce Rondone. Like, obviously, there was a more of a, a personal vendetta against Rondone. The whole getting sent home for effort level was one of the most embarrassing things of all time. But stuff was never the issue, and, and it's frustrating with Joe Jimenez because he's not Bruce Rondone in terms of attitude. I, people speak highly of him as a competitor, him as a person, but there's a disconnect clearly because his stuff is too good for a guy who has an eleven ERA, and he took another loss last night, and it led to the Tigers uh, snapping uh, their their winning streak. They're now 17-17 and 17 on the season. Still have a little bit more to talk about. I will discuss all that in the second segment. No game to preview, so that's going to bleed over into segment number two. I will be right back. To an early morning breakfast burrito, to a 12-pack of beers while you watch the game, Sometimes you just need what you need delivered fast, and that's where Postmates comes in. If you're like me, you probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food, and that's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. But Postmates doesn't just deliver burgers and sushi. They actually make my life easier with grocery delivery and whatever I can think of delivery to. Convenience stores, clothing stores, you name it. So no more trips to the store, no more late night food runs. I don't even have to worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within the hour. For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first 7 days to start your free deliveries. Download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That's code LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Can the Guinness Book of World Records give 2020 world's greatest delay of game? Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gives you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash MLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. And we're back. You know, one thing I forgot to bring up about Spencer Turnbull is he's had that back issue. They pushed his start back a day because of it. I didn't notice anything yesterday. He seemed fine. I mean, command has always been an issue for him, even when he's been a hundred percent healthy. But maybe that's something that they should should reevaluate. You know, this is a guy who's gonna be a key piece here going forward. You don't wanna risk anything, especially for a eight seed in a sixteen team postseason. You know, yesterday was obviously not a great podcast, but I do think that my general apathy uh, I, I hold by that in, in terms of how I feel about this team, how I feel about this season. It, what I'm going to say is going to be a remarkably unpopular thing, and I get it. It's it, I understand it completely, especially in this season with the way this year has gone. I understand the people who are gung-ho, rah-rah about this baseball team. The truth is, this is a team that is not trying to be good. And if we're looking at the future here, it would probably have been better off for them to go 0-60 this season. And I, people are going to hate to hear that. But I think the, the front office internally feels the same way as well. Now they haven't. And I, have, I personally have enjoyed this little run that they've been on. But I'm also fully aware that with every win, right around the corner is five more losses. And to me, the game last night was a perfect example of that, They should have won that game. It's the reason why I haven't been able to get excited about this at all. It's like, good teams win the games they're supposed to win. You know, sometimes you have slip-ups, sometimes you lose. Like, obviously, you're not going to sweep every single game. You're not going to go 162-0. and But competitive teams and good teams, when they go up against bad pitchers, win. When their best pitcher is on the mound, usually win. When you're facing a team that's struggling, you usually win. I don't know what's happened to the Milwaukee Brewers. I don't recall who they've lost, but it just seems like from the last two years, they have taken a steep nosedive. This was a dangerous ball club over the last several years. Like, obviously, 20... 18 was their big breakthrough year. They won the Central, made it to the NLCS, had Game 7 of the NLCS at home ultimately lost to the Dodgers last year, made it to the National League wildcard game, had a lead, Hader blew the save there in the bottom of the 8th inning. They ended up losing. It was still a good team. And in 2017, they were good, missed the postseason, but was a solid team. I don't know what's happened to them. But they look like a bad team and a bad team that doesn't look like it's going to get much better. Like, their farm system isn't that good. I know Yelich will turn it around. Like, he walked four times last night. I'm not worried about him. Keston Hira is good. But that lineup, like, that's a that's a bad lineup. You have Omar Nervais batting sixth. He has a 583 OPS. Tigers still found a way to spit it up, and it's a prime example of, to me as to why this is still not a very good ball club. That was a game they should have won. Now, it wasn't all terrible. I will say one real bright spot, and he's starting to get more consistent reps at this point. Willie Castro looks really good, like really good. 364 batting average right now in a 960 OPS. Three hits last night, two hits the night before. Did make an error. You know, he's he's been a guy who a lot of people consider to be very raw, even when the Tigers acquired him, but rawness, <laughs> rawness. Does turn into talent if developed well, and it seems at least with the bat, much like Isaac Paredes, who's been scuffling a bit lately. But you can tell uh, there's there's confidence there, there's belief there, there's something you can build off of there. Defensively is struggling. Defensively, it seems like he has the 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 tools, the intangibles, but sometimes will lack. Some of the basic fundamentals made an awful error last night. I mean, just completely airmailed an easy throw to first base, but he looks really good. You know, Victor Reyes led off with another double last night. His OPS is now in the 800s. It was a frustrating loss because it was a loss where good things happened and they should have won and yet still found a way to lose. And it left, I don't know, left a bad taste in my mouth personally. That's why I've spent this entire podcast talking about it because it, like had they have won last night I might have been on the verge of being like all right let's let, let, let's go full steam ahead I'm all for I'm all on the playoff bandwagon let's do it but they didn't because losses like that are the losses that bad teams have And as good as they've played this year, they still have a tendency to lose games like the ones they lost last night. Now, before I call it a night, I will say the Tigers, with the injury to Jacoby Jones, called up Derrick Hill. Derrick Hill, 2014 first-round draft pick by the Tigers. The center fielder was called up. Did not see any action last night, hopefully will get uh, his first A-Bs here over the weekend against the Twins here soon. There's a lot of people excited about this. I am too—look, uh, the guy apparently by all accounts has incredible upside and seems like a very good human being, so you root for a guy like that. I have serious doubts about him as, as a hitter. I, I feel like his likely uh, landing spot in the major leagues is going to be a guy who's going to be like a defensive replacement, a fourth outfielder, but a great athlete. And, it, like, it, when he's been at his best, like, his highlight reel in the minor leagues, just looking at his best moments, you say, that's a major league hitter. Like, this guy can hit for power, he's got great speed, great defender, but it's the consistency with him that I really worry about. I hope that he gets to the major leagues and finds something and fixes something and develops into a, a really good major league Player here, that would be a big step forward, especially because this is a guy who I think at one point was a was a highly rated prospect who really fell off injuries and lack of consistency in the minor leagues or really hurt him. I hope he finds something here. You know, it would be another notch in the belt for an organization that is desperately doing the best they can to develop young talent. So that will do it for today's show. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at C-A-S-T-E-L-L-A-N-I two o one four. You can follow this show on Twitter at Locked on Tigers. While you're at it, go to Apple Podcast, go to iTunes, leave a positive review of this show. It would be much, much appreciated. And uh, on my personal Twitter account at Castellani 2014, you will find the link to my YouTube channel. Please subscribe there. We're over a thousand subs. I'll be posting some movie reviews here pretty darn soon. Thank you very much for tuning in. I will be right back here tomorrow to preview the upcoming series against the twins thank you very much for tuning in i will see you tomorrow have a great rest of your day and go tigers